Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Taylor Standridge. It's an honor for me to have two guests on the show, Andrew Straitman, who is the Director of Business Strategy and E-Commerce for Commonwealth Packaging Company. And we also have the man himself, Stephen Maisel, who is a second-generation president of the company. That's right, his father started the company back in 1959, and they're going stronger than ever. So I'm really honored to have both of you guys on here. We thank you as well. Quite an opportunity to have a chance to discuss a fun subject. All right. So, Andrew, I want to start with you. Uh, You're with Commonwealth Packaging Company. You're their director of strategy in e-commerce. So can you kind of tell us what that means on a daily basis? Sure. So I actually just joined um, a little under a year ago um, with kind of two roles in mind. One is, um, you know, I'm fortunate enough that that Commonwealth is now a, a third generation family business. Um, and they, uh, Stephen and, and his brother, Mark, um, asked me to join to kind of help figure out we've been successful for 60 years. So what do we need to do to be successful for another 60? Um, so start planning for the future a little bit. The other hat I wear is, uh, specifically with our e-commerce team. You know, we've noticed an opportunity to really go out and, and with the same attention to detail and customer service that we work with large brands, uh, start to serve some of the startups in the market that are, seeking to you know bring a really high quality product to their customers but what they're realizing is the first physical interaction their customers actually have with their product is when the package shows up in the mail so different from other retailers that's really their opportunity for a first impression and our goal is to help make that make that first impression solidly and and make sure that that reflects what they they want their brand to stand for Absolutely. And you were mentioning that it's a family business. And I actually did a little bit of research on CPC. And Stephen, your dad actually started it in 1959. Is that correct? Correct. In the basement of our house. In the basement of your house. So what what led you guys, what led your father to start something like this? I I don't know packaging to be like an entrepreneurial idea, but what what kind of prompted him to want to do this? His wife told him that, so the backstory is he came out of college. He marries my mom. He's working for his father-in-law who actually as an entrepreneur had started his own business, uh, providing what's called domestics to the department stores. That would be, you know, Costco chairs and silverware and tableware and things like that. And uh, my father's working for them. And the, my grandfather happens to have two other partners. And my mother says to him one day, you can make partner, but you'll never get your, some of this, some of the percentage is going to have to come out of my dad. Why don't we look at doing something else? I happen to have a sorority sister down in DC, whose husband has a label company and they do packaging. So they go down to Washington, DC, they spend the weekend, they meet. And back then, this guy introduced them to different manufacturers that made labels and paper shopping bags, gift boxes, uh, paper merchandise bags, ribbons, bows, things like that. My father came back. He had a bit of a creative slant to him. My dad would go out of Harrisburg from town to town to town and try and take people from a brown paper bag to one of a colored craft, matching it to a shopping bag, you know, doing the gift boxes and the gift wrap and the ribbon for holiday time. And he found a printer and he'd load up the shopping bag wagon, his shopping bags into a wagon and he would drive them to this printer who would post print them. He'd help design the logos for the people and then he'd deliver them. And then it got a little bit bigger. My mom would do the shipping and the billing and we started to grow. So that's the short version of how it got started. Well, that's really cool. And it's really grown to something that 
Uh, I, I can imagine y'all are super surprised with how successful this is going. I mean, y'all have done work for Kenneth Cole. Y'all have done stuff for Lacoste, even uh, Hartman. And you guys have even been mentioned in certain publications like Reuters and um, also the Huffington Post. Uh, how, how how does it feel to have a company where you're being mentioned in these major publications? You know, the funny thing is, I'm not so sure I ever dialed into the narrative to really think about it. I think for me, it was more amazing to sit back one day and as one of my salespeople told my father once, can you believe we're on Madison Avenue? So we, you know, we opened up in New York in 1993. We start off in 2nd Avenue. We moved over to Madison. And it was almost like that was more of an arrival than seeing your name in Reuters or something like that. And, and it was amazing because then all of a sudden you sit back and you start realizing that we're not just doing stuff here in the U.S., but we're selling into Asia. And we're selling it to, you know, six or seven of the different countries over there packaging where you've got a brand here that has partners over there and you're working with them. And that in itself, again, was just an interesting awakening of, wow, we've, we've really kind of stretched where we're going and what we're doing. Exactly, exactly. Well, Andrew, I want to talk with you about e-commerce for a second, because obviously it continues to transform the retail industry. And so most of the time nowadays, like the barriers have never been lower. You, you feel like, you know, if I have a product, I have a website, I'm good to go. But uh, could you tell us why, you know, packaging still remains to be such a critical aspect? I mean, people like Apple and Beats definitely are winning in that game because, you know, it's almost like if they didn't come in the certain boxes that they do, then the whole experience of the product would be gone. Can you kind of tell us why packaging still remains to be so critical? Sure. I mean, if you think about it, actually, the, the, the low barriers to entry are really a double-edged sword. On one hand, if it's incredibly easy for you to get to market, you can bring your idea to people easily. But on the other hand, so can your competition. So what's really important is to find ways to stand out and make sure that every aspect of your brand is communicated clearly and effectively and consistently. So um, to your point about Apple, you know, I just got a, the, the new iPhone 10 and, and opened it up and you marvel at the beautiful packaging and the way everything sits seamlessly together. And that just implies an extra level of attention to detail and quality. Um, and that's the same for what we're trying to bring to our customers as well is, you know, imagine if you were to order, um, if you were to order a product that, that claims to be eco friendly, but then it shows up, you know, cased, encased in styrofoam. Does that really feel like a consistent brand experience? Well, of course not. And then you're starting to question the authenticity of what you're buying. Um, you know, particularly as brands can communicate with their customers through multiple channels, they have to make sure they're consistent across those channels. It's no longer you just show up to a store and pick something off a shelf. You can actually learn about the backstory of a brand. And, and to the point earlier about differentiation, that's what is driving some consumers to purchase. So packaging just plays a key role in that. It, it makes sure that the whole experience the customer's having really feels authentic and, and matches. Exactly. I, I couldn't agree more. It's it, you're you're basically um, sort of backing up what you're saying. If, if something's encased in styrofoam, you kind of have to wonder, are they really like close to their mission? Is that something that they're are they, are they really about this? Like, it doesn't seem like I'm a critical customer to them. It doesn't seem like they really care about their product. So I couldn't agree more with that. So, Stephen, with you being the president of CPC, uh, obviously you want to grow sales, but also it's it's kind of your job to look forward and seeing what's ahead and kind of make sure that your company kind of stays ahead of the curve. Is there anything that you're seeing right now that you know you guys are preparing for in the future? I think what we're finding is that a lot of retailers who are doing e-com and or brick and mortar 
or just e-com. One of their challenges, of course, is a budget dealing with what happens when you're, you've got to pay for shipping. And that's an increasing expense that weighs them down. But then they've got the other challenge is they don't want their product to arrive impersonally. They don't want it just in a piece of bubble, you know, just wrapped in plastic put in. So a lot of what we're starting to see change is the concept of enhancing the experience. And that can be as simple as some nice printed tissue and a nice sticker so that it's no different than Christmas Day when you open up, take off the gift wrap, and you have to rip through the tissue to see your present. That sense of emotion exists. And I think that the simple, inexpensive, printed tissue, nice label, little personal thank you card, uh, a little nice, nice little receipt card envelope to put the product in, that all, again, enhances the experience. And that, I think, is where you're seeing people moving toward. And, you know, to, to complement that, I think one interesting thing that we're seeing, particularly focused on e-commerce, is startups run mean and lean, you know, and, and they may not necessarily have someone on their team who has specialized in packaging or, or has a deep understanding of what the different components can be and even what the potential cost could be. Um, and every day I end up speaking with a potential customer who we spend just as much time on the phone kind of walking through the basics and, and giving the background. And then they find at the end of the day that what they would love to do is not nearly as expensive or inaccessible as they think it is. So one of the fascinating things for us is we're, you know, we're planning to launch a new website in the next couple of weeks. And one of the real focus points of that website will be not even selling and kind of displaying beautiful pictures of some of the really creative work we've done, but actually taking a step back and just educating. Um, you know, we believe that a better educated uh, partner of ours um, will be able to make better decisions for their business, but also understand more completely the value packaging can bring. So if we can help in any way in that process, we're going to. So we'll have a blog, we'll have glossaries, we'll have uh, tutorials, those sorts of things, um, just to kind of help people get a better sense of, of what is available from a packaging perspective um, and what it can bring to their products. Well, it definitely is said that content is king. So y'all are definitely headed in the right direction and having people that are engaged and informed as your partners. I mean, you definitely can't go wrong. So, uh, Andrew, I want to ask you just just and I'll also ask you, Stephen, uh, do you see a rise in attention to detail going into the retail industry in the future? Or do you think people are just going to continue to focus on the wrong things? Yeah, I, I, I do think attention to detail is critical. Um, you know, kind of going back to the conversation we had earlier about differentiation. Um, you know, everyone is trying to put their own unique spin on, on, you know, whatever their product is they're trying to offer. Because to your point earlier about low barriers to entry, you know, when you're coming into the market with a new idea, it may very well be a take on what someone else has already put out. So the question of how you can differentiate and how you can really communicate to your customers, um, the, the quality of what you're doing, part of that comes in the attention to detail in all aspects of your of, of what you're selling. So everything from your core product to how it's shipped to, you know, the backstory of, of kind of who your workers are to um, the packaging and where it's, you know, how it's made and what the material is. I think all of those play an important role in kind of communicating to your customer. It's actually a very good point. I never thought about differentiation being such a huge factor. Stephen, do you have anything you want to add to that? The truth is you're going to see one of the one of the changes is going to be that you're going to see people trying to embellish how they're doing things to differentiate. And, and you can see it already in little different things. Uh, uh, yeah, let's put Amazon off to the side for a second. 
because they're they're different discussion. Same with the Walmart. But when you talk about Harry Shavers or Lacoste for e-commerce is developing uh, a little special prototype for, let's say, a gift card box that their people can use or uh, something to embellish how their product arrives, that attention to detail is going to be very interesting. And it, it's going to create its own level of excitement. It really is. It really is. And it, it, it really communicates to your it really communicates to your consumer that you are committed to your mission and you're committed to you know, providing them that experience. So uh, you guys were mentioning that you're building a new website. So uh, do you know when that is um, coming into play and what we can expect, uh, what our listeners can expect whenever they visit commonwealthpackaging.com? Sure. We, we expect it to launch in the next week or two. Um, we've, uh, we're, we're, we're taking the time to make sure we get the content right um, instead of rushing it out there. Um, but, you know, when they arrive, they, our, our current website is great at displaying really beautiful pictures of some of the work we've done. And when you're talking to a potential uh, partner or, or somebody else and trying to explain really the value packaging brings, um, if they're already familiar with it, if they're already steeped in the retail industry, they can see what's there and the value is readily apparent. Um, what we're hoping with the new website is to take that a step further and start to service people and, and explain to people um, who may not have quite as much background in kind of packaging design and, and retail overall, um, hey, here are some of the basics, you know, even as simple as what is the difference between matte and gloss lamination and what, what is the impact? What are the pros and cons? Um, you know, what are the different types of paper weights you might consider or different types of, of, of corrugated cardboard weights you'd consider when you're de designing a shipper box? You know, what kind of um, thickness do you need to support your product versus, you know, the, the perspective of cost? Um, and, and so that in, com in combination with um, our Instagram page that's already up, our Instagram feed that's already up, um, a Pinterest uh, page that we're going to be working on shortly. Um, the bottom line is we feel that a better educated partner is a, a better partner for us. Um, and whatever we can do to kind of further that mission, we're going to try. Um, and we're also going to be open to suggestions. So, you know, if we get an email from somebody who says, hey, website's great, but I'd also love to see X. Um, I love getting feedback like that because I'm I'm not uh, conceited enough to think that I have every answer to every question. So um, feedback from others is always welcome. Yeah. And I was just going to add that, uh, you know, we've been involved with specialty papers probably for the last 35 years. And what that brings is, you know, we've got recyclable papers, reusable papers, reusable FSC certified, which is Far Stewardship Council, which lets you grow a tree a certain way, cut it down a certain way, make the paper more eco-friendly. There are now eco-friendly inks. All that comes into sustainability. And that's part of what is going on with packaging moving forward. I love it. I love it. You guys really are. I love that you guys brand yourselves as kind of the total package packaging company. So once again, I thank you guys so much, Andrew, and also Stephen. Just thank you for sharing your insight. Uh, I mean, I'm blown away with just how these details, even though they might seem small to certain retailers, they, they might seem smaller to um, businesses. They are a huge deal because it can make or break the experience that somebody has with your product and ultimately your brand. So thank you guys so much. Is uh, You mentioned that you guys have social media um, accounts for um, CPC. Can you tell us what those are so that we can follow y'all? Sure. So our Instagram is at Commonwealth Pack Co. Um, and Pinterest isn't quite live yet, but uh, we will certainly be announcing that when it comes comes out. Um, but that plus our website, CommonwealthPackaging.com, 
And, you know, what, what we're really excited about is, is being able to bring the same level of attention to detail and service that, you know, someone at a big company can expect. We're excited to bring that and offer that to smaller startups, too, because we see them really, truly as partners. Um, and we're excited to grow with them uh, and help them achieve, you know, their their goals. That's amazing. You work with people like Ann Taylor, but you'll also be, you know, just as fine with startups. And I, I love that you guys really are the real deal and your clients are the entire spectrum. So I absolutely love it. So, Andrew, thank you so much for joining. And Stephen, your insight has been greatly appreciated. I wish you guys the best of luck with the new website and just continue to rock the packaging world. You guys are really uh, changing the industry. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. And, and come check us out at Shop Talk and IRCE later this year. Well, you heard him say it here first. Visit them at Shop Talk and IRCE later this year. That's going to be happening before we know it. That was Andrew and Stephen from Commonwealth Packaging Company, really highlighting the importance of good packaging with your products. It ultimately can change the experience that a consumer has with your brand and your product. That was Stephen and Andrew from Commonwealth Packaging Company, just highlighting those things once again. If you want to visit them on their website, go to CommonwealthPackagingCompany.com and see the amazing work that they're doing. They're releasing a new website next week. So be aware of that and be on the wait for that because that's going to be an amazing, amazing release. They're going to have content and blogs there. They're really going to be able to showcase exactly what packaging does for your product. So make sure to follow them on that new website and follow them on Instagram, CPC Pack Co. They're going to have all their stuff there as well. Working with people like Kenneth Colin and Taylor, these guys are the real deal. So they're the complete package packaging company. Until then, make sure to follow us on MarketScale.com. Go down to the bottom and visit the retail publication. We're going to have more podcasts like this where we're interviewing industry leaders just like Andrew and Stephen talking about what's on the horizon for the industry. Until next time, I'm your host, Taylor Standridge. We'll see you next time.